is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys. Broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, and Shannon Gross. Kurt, we miss you, baby. Wish you were camp. What's up, Kurt? But you're not. So the show must go on. What's up, Nate? Ain't no help, man. You know, me and this cat, man, I, I love you to death, man. Shannon Gross, I love you to death, bro. But, but. No, ain't no but. <laughs> Here I am saying, okay, we're going to have a special guest, and I'm going to let him introduce that. But I'm like, okay, I'm thinking the guest coming at 2.30, and I'm sitting over there just, man. He's like, come on, man, we got a show to do. I'm like, I'm waiting on the guest. He won't be here till 3.15. He ain't telling me this. <laughs> so I get over here panicking. Okay, well, why didn't we get Mick? Why didn't we get Broaddus? We need an injury update. We need to know who missed practice yesterday. He says, Hit the brakes, Nate. We didn't have practice. <laughs> <laughs> so for you, for those of you that listen to this show, if you yeah. haven't figured it out by now, we don't prepare at all for this show. No, we don't. What you see is what you get. It's basically we show up, and it's exactly <laughs> what we wanted this show to be is just really just like two dudes, yeah. usually with Kurt's here at three, yeah. just hanging out, talking about football, just talking about what you would talk, how you would talk with your friends. Honestly, this is how we talk yes. when the cameras aren't on, when, yes. the, when we're not on the air. We go to lunch, we go to dinner together, and we just sit around and talk. We talk about what's going on on the field. We talk about what's what, happening off the field. Off the field, <laughs> yeah. what Nate used to do when he played. Yeah. Basically, we wanted this show to be that way, so we we don't really prepare for this thing because we just want it to kind of be like – now, sometimes we'll go, hey – Let's have Mick on. Let's have Broadus on. Talk right. about the injuries. Let's talk about you know we want to talk about DBs. We want to talk right. about receivers. But most of the time it's just like Kicking right before it. we come on, it's like what do you want to talk about? <laughs> I don't know. Let's just go with it. So, so we were going with it. And Nate was like, we got to get somebody on to talk about injuries. I was like, they had a day off. I hope nobody got hurt, Nate. <laughs> yeah. Hey, look at the, the, the number is nine seven two four nine seven forty four zero zero nine seven two four nine seven forty four zero zero. We yeah, will be us. taking calls call because. Uh, last year we didn't. We was new. We wanted to get to know each other. But this year here, you know, we figure that between Broadus, Mickey, and some of our guests, you know, you you have a lot of information. You, you know, go to Dallas uh, DallasCowboys.com. Yep. We got writers. We got uh, Shannon has a new web uh, site. You want to tell them about your new page you got up? Yeah. So we, yeah. if you, I'm sure most of you have noticed, uh, we revamped uh, DallasCowboys.com. Yes. Uh, all the all the NFL teams are now on the same platform, so it's kind of uniform. If you go to one one team site, it kind of translates to the other team sites. They're still working through some bugs. There's no way to download. I know a lot of people voice concern of not able to download just the audio anymore. You have to go to iTunes or, or TuneIn Radio to uh, uh, the TuneIn app to, to do that. So we're working through some things. But for the most part, man, it, it looks a lot better. It functions a lot better. It, it's uh, it, we're, there's no search functionality, so we're working on that. So, little couple of little bumps and bruises along the way, but we're working through it. And I think for the most part, it's a, it's a better looking site. It's a lot cleaner. So. And so what what the Cowboys, the Joneses go, uh, Derek Eagleton, our boss, what we met known as Snake, Snake Eagleton. Snake. What our goal is, you know, all of us, Shannon, myself, Nate, and Kurt, when he's here, is we trying to give you all the information, the correct information 
about the Dallas Cowboys mm -hmm. and its other 31 members. And then you can make uh, logical conclusions or reasons or deductions or however you want to do it, whatever your keyword to get your mind going. You know, you can make a you can make a, a logical. Yeah, and you know what? I was talking to Derek about this the other day because mm. before I came to work for the team or before I was over on the media side, you always think, you know, usually you go to national media for, for your news. You go to, like, your ESPNs, your, yes. you know, your networks yeah. and things like that, the NFL network. And one thing that I've realized working here for the team is – that's great, and they have their they have their contacts in the organization and their people and stuff. But there's nobody that's closer to this team than this staff. Mickey Mickey has conversations with the man himself, Jerry, all the time. Steven, Jerry tells him, is, yeah. Steven tells him stuff that they don't tell other people. Broadus, you know, breaks down the film that the, the you know he's able to watch the film that the coaches watching the scouts. There's nobody that knows this team like this staff. You know what's amazing is I started watching. Uh, film with brothers maybe three four years ago uh the as they down as mr robert blackwell downloads it because they download on a national base for the other 31 for the other 31 teams mm -hmm. and for the commissioner because after every practice so they have a group of people that views every practice and make sure they stay within the rules brothers has this maybe no less than an hour the most i've seen it take was an hour but as things come off the field, seven on seven, one on one pass rush, one on one uh, DBs versus uh, receivers, it goes straight to Broadus, mm -hmm. and all he gotta do is just wait there, man. And he and he and he stops and he begins to break down like maybe forty minutes after practice, he'll come turn on his computer and he'll just get to work. You know, we used to watch it with him, but it's so intense now for him to get his uh, notes and news out to, to you people. Mm -hmm. So he moved us to the next day at 10 o'clock because he wanted to be able to get all that information out firsthand to, to our listeners and to, you know, our viewers. Yeah, and people don't realize that, like, out of all 32 <coughs> NFL teams, it's us and maybe one, maybe two other teams that that cover – that are that their organizations let them cover them like a legit news outlet. Yes. Like we're able to have opinions on the team. We're able to have opinions on the coaching decisions. We're able to have the, an opinion on what ownership does. A lot of other teams, in fact, most all other teams, and especially in other leagues, they they're more of a you know kind of a mouthpiece for the organization. They won't they won't openly. They're not able to openly criticize, criticize. or give opinions and things like that. And from the beginning, when when Derek started kind of the internet and the web department along with, with Jerry Jones Jr., they wanted to compete with your ESPNs and your Dallas Morning Newses. And they were like, hey, if we're going to get in this market, we got to be we got to be objective. We can't be right. subjective. So they the family's been great as far as, hey, report the news. If we're going to compete with these guys, report the news like it is. And and a lot of times we'll have a story, you know, that that because we are the organization just because we're not first with it doesn't right. mean we didn't have it. Oh, we, yeah. If you see it on the national news, odds are we've had it, we've known like about the, it, we the, just had to the sit lucky on it Whitehead, The lucky Whitehead decision, mm -hmm. and Mick knew it. Right. And when I first heard the rumors that Hay was going to you know, release Lucky, Mickey, like, he, he, he literally sat down and told me, like, hey, this is the, this is the situation. Yeah. And, but and until it happened – that's the drawback right. to, you know, having all the information. I have having a person. It's to the point now where a lot of times I won't even ask Mickey about what's happening. Hey, what, hey, I saw you talking to Mr. Stephen Jones. What's happening? I, I stopped doing that because 
that's a conflict of interest. That means I can't come to you as viewers and, get, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. hey, that dude ain't no good. That dude won't be here. Right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know so it's a, it's a tricky thing, but they do allow us. I have said things like uh, you will never hear like what happened to Chaz Green last year at Atlanta, those six sacks. Mm-hmm. Most organizations, guys of our, our status and where we sit in the organization, would have never said, man, I'm disappointed in the coaching staff. Right. They, that kid should have been out after the third sack and in the, in the second hit. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of organizations, oh, well, you know, nah, that's what should have happened. Right. And that was one of the few times I was disappointed in Jason Garrett as a player and now our head coach, you know. But I was able to say that and know that, well, it, it's, it, it was a bad scene and it was true. Mm-hmm. As long as you report the truth. Right. And, and, and you're not trying to say, oh, Jason Garrett, he's a dumb, you know. Nah, that ain't how you present it. What you present it, you just, you say it, and you say it in a fashion that's very respectful to everybody. And that's what allows us to continue to do our job yeah. and to give y'all firsthand information. Yep, and you're, you're allowed to have an opinion. Yes. So, and, and report it like you see it. So, yeah, so I, for, you know, working, working where I do now, I realize, like, if, if you want, if you want the good stuff, like this is the staff that knows, not yeah. the national people. They get yeah. it too, but like this, these people get it first, and they know what's going on behind the scenes. Not some guy that's in a studio that only comes out to training camp for two or three days, and then maybe comes to the star once a year, a talking head. It's 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 these guys. And we girls had a guy that, come out a couple of days ago, and I'm not I'm not gonna call his name. He wanted to come out from one of the big brands. Mm-hmm. And the dead stuff that was tweeted and 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 what what allegedly Mr. Stephen Jones said, which was all wrong because they edited it wrong and they had to, they retracted it and came back with the uh, with the right you know version. But this guy, I love him to death. He came out and he and everybody like, oh, your boy's here, your boy's here, and all he talked about was dead in the tweets. That's your national. Mm-hmm. Your national is only gonna bring you. Uh, the glamour, uh, and that's, that wasn't glamorous, but it was it was breaking news. It, w- it was something to get you through the boredom of, of training camp. But we, we give you Cole Beasley and Cheeto Bay one-on-ones. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we give you a Brian Price and how for the first time ever I've seen him, he beat our center twice. Mm-hmm. Our, our center in his short history, four or five years, have never been beat twice. In, 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 a, in a pass rush drill, mm-hmm. never. And what that does for uh, Price as as getting his, you know, motor going, man. Now he know. But the next two plays, he came back and got trash. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just amazing that if you're a Cowboy fan, this is where it's at. You know, you start with Broaddus in the morning, and and Mickey. They're giving you all the updates, everything. And then you have Derek Eagleton and, and his group, uh, and Nick. They bring in what they have to bring in. Is that got the shows right? Is it Derek and Nick still together? Yeah, yeah, they're still. You know, together. and uh, Miss Taylor's no longer with us. You know, and uh, she's moved on. I think she's your second in command. Uh, she does a lot for mm-hmm. for him and helping with the new website and connecting all thirty two teams. So uh, you're at the spot. Yeah, I mean you you're at the spot, and maybe we'll get into some football here in a minute. And quit. Uh, Quit tooting, tooting our own horn. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get yeah. we need to get Price on the show. Yeah, really, man. Because they and I'm asking, how do you feel to be the first guy to ever 
beat our center. Even as a rookie, he didn't get beat twice in a row. Yeah. You know, it may have been a 50-50 tie or a great – because you, you either win outright or you or it's a good, great battle and you, you can – whoever you are, whoever picking it can go either way, but he got it twice. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, Speaking of having people on the show, uh, Jeff Heath is going to stop by, uh, hopefully. He said he would on his way out to practice, which will probably be close to the end of the show. I would imagine around 30 minutes from now he'll he'll stop by. So, got that to look forward to. What – uh. Have you seen anything from him before he gets on the show? Have you seen anything? Jeff Heath. Out here? Man, I have seen him, I'm a, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pose the question to him. He has been up in that line. That's something I need to talk to Broadus about. He has been up in the line as the eighth defender. Playing up in the box? Yeah, in the box. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, didn't, I, I, didn't, I don't remember seeing him a lot in the box last year. Mm-hmm. Was it Jones or is it something new that we're doing, where, especially against Team Blitz? Uh, he up in the box, and then and when we have team inside run, he's up in the box. So and he's reacting real well. He's yeah. uh, amidst all of this Earl Thomas, and we need another safety. And this is the amazing thing is this kid ain't flinched. And I guess coming from special teams, working your way into what you know into your position, uh, you've done nothing to uh, to tell to, to show the coaches that. This guy can't do the job. Mm-hmm. Last year, towards the end of the season, you know, they started rotating the secondary. Everybody moved around, and, and guys came off the field. Even our first-round pick in Jones, love him to death, but even he came off the field. But the one constant was Jeff Heath. Mm-hmm. He stayed on the field. Yep. I think he led the team with two picks or three picks last year, and the year before he made – this dude make plays. He make plays. And I'm going to say this. Let's say we do get a guy like, like uh, Earl Thomas uh, or some other guy. You know, I'm not I'm not into the fantasy league football, or what the what ifs, because I believe in dealing with what you have in camp. Mm-hmm. But he still may not be the guy to come off the field. Yeah, you know, he still may not be the safety that. Okay, now that now that this guy's here, we don't need Jeff Heath. He still may not be that guy. Mm-hmm. You know, and, I, and that's what I try to tell people. You know. We, we're a great what-if organization, but one thing Coach Garrett has tried to instill in his players, we basically have scoured every situation up until this point, and you are the 90-plus guys that we're taking to camp. So we're gonna, that's how we're going to plan our practices. Mm-hmm. It's the scouts' job, Will McClay uh, and Mr. Stephen Jones, to go out and scour. Right now, every coach – Position coach, head coach, defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, if they're thinking of something else, they're doing a disservice to this team and a disservice to their players. Mm-hmm. It's all eyes forward to this field every day. Yeah. When do you start? That's a good good thing you brought good question you brought up or a good point. Uh, now that the way they do cuts, they cut everybody at once right just, before yeah. that, right that's before that, that final that's, preseason game. It ain't no – it ain't no cons to that. That's all pro. I love that. Yeah. I love that. When do they – When do so when – knowing those guys are going to hit the street, right? You know that every team's cutting, you know, 40, 30, 40 guys. On September 1st. And you get to go – you know, you're doing – the scouts are all – they've been working up to that yeah, point. right. That's their year. That's their That's Super Bowl. That's their second big draft. Right, yeah. Right. So, at what point do you shift your focus a little bit to – 
All right, now we got to go clean up these free agents and get the ones that we want. Uh, they already uh, – the, the scouts. That work's Will been McClay, done, right? Yeah, no, Will McClay, because injuries, you got to play a part for injuries. Mm -hmm. You always got to play a part for injuries. You always got to play a part to a guy that you would have drafted, a guy that you would have signed. Is he better than that guy that's at 53, 52, or 51? Mm -hmm. and, and he's there because the scouts got it written down. Okay, this is who we really like, but we wind up with this guy. Is that guy there at the same position? Whoa, this guy's free. This is who we really like. So they may bring him in as that 53rd guy. Or they may say, man, this practice squad, we're going to steal him. You know, now we may have to find a spot to put him on our on our roster. You know, he may not be active on game day, but we got to find a place to put him on our roster. Because when you, when you scoop like that, you got you to gotta sign him up to a contract. Yeah. So uh, when, they, when, when they hit – when they hit on the September 1st, when everybody cut down to 53, you know, and then they got a week to get that practice squad after that. But people going to be juggling. That's when the scouts going to be coming in to Jason. Hey, you know, when he, you know they're going to set means, hey, Jason, this is who we got. What do we need? What are our injury situation? Mm -hmm. Where are we lacking at? And that's where they'll just zero in. And they starting to do that now, like, okay, da-da-da, what this guy doing? What this guy So in preseason, when everybody's able to look at each other's film, Preseason, you got a, this scout looking at these guys, this scout looking at this guy. You got your pro personnel, which is Chris, I mm -hmm. think. Is he, he over college? He over college. I think so, yeah. He's over college and setting up the, uh, this, the, 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 this deal. So we'll yeah. ask him when he comes. Yeah, but, we were talking to one of the scouts, yeah. uh, one of the college guys the other day, and he was saying that, that each college scout – takes two pro teams right. during this period to right. help out because there's just so many players they're looking at. They'll grab two pro teams and start scouting them. Right. So when they do hit the market, they've, they've got a little bit they of They got a little bit. And see, it all comes down to two things. Where you lacking at and the injuries. Mm -hmm. You know, because injuries, that can decimate you quicker than anything. You know, and, 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 and then if you think that, oh, man, you know, we – we thought we was good at linebacker without three guys, but we need one more because we need them to play special teams. We need a linebacker. They may be specific in what they want and how they look at it, so they'll go out there and scour that. You know, or if uh, the 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 wide receivers are not panning out and they thought, like, wow, we really thought this guy was going to be okay, or this guy, but he isn't as smart as we thought he was, da, da, da. Then, you know, you lack in there. So you, you is it a veteran out there that we can bring in that can make a difference? Mm -hmm. So if – uh, a lack that you didn't foresee or uh, injury can 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 make you go out there and scour real hard on September first. What's going? On? I got a question, personal question. What's going on with the green shirt today? Yesterday you had like a lime chartreuse green vest well, yeah. on. Today you got like a baby diarrhea vomit green yeah, shirt oh on. Oh my God, you going deep on me? Let me tell you what happened with my lime green shirt. That's a bike riding <laughs> shirt because it got pockets in the back. Okay, I can get that. So. What so you I don't did, get hit. So you yeah. don't get people so see what I did, okay. uh, you know, I said, man, I'm going to ride my bike. I said, because I like leisurely rides. Mm -hmm. So I was going to ride out ride out to the beach. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking for a battery for my little speed armor just so I can know how far it is out there, right? So I get over halfway there, and then the guy finally said, man, just go to CVS Pharmacy or Ace Hardware and get you a little round battery. That's all you need. You know, you don't need a whole deal. So I went and found a little Ace Hardware, and I gets to – Ocean Drive, the farthest part on Silver Stream Beach out in Oxnard. Mm -hmm. And it took me two hours to get there. I'm, I'm feeling good, got my water, you know. You're on your this, bike this Yeah, I'm going to get this, okay. this elderly couple to take a picture of me, right? 
So at 4, 4.10 my time, I get a call from the guy from ESPN. Uh-huh. Ah, oh, Nate, where are you in the building? I said, nah, man, I'm at Silver Stream Beach. You know, I didn't know it was Silver Stream Beach to the elderly couple who's going to take my picture was telling me. He said, man, I sure wish you was back at the hotel because we needed somebody to do the radio in like 35 to 40 minutes. And I thought about it. I said, man, I said, just give me an opportunity. Let the dude, I said, give me an hour. I'll be there. I'll be there. So I looked, and it was 412, and I'm coming. I am riding fast, running lights, going across <laughs> curves. And we're supposed to be on the air. Remember, they called me at 14. Uh-huh. We're supposed to be on the air at 455. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I'm not going to look at you. So, you know, you tend to want to look at your watch. Look at your, so I'm, like, I'm not going to look at you. I'm just riding. I'm jumping over curves. I'm going around corners. Calling, oh, oh, get your out the street. And, <laughs> and so I finally get up here. Vineyard, well, whatever, the old vineyard or whatever. Uh-huh. And I finally look at and it's it's 449. So I get to my room, get get my little tablet, everything, run over there, get me some water, run over there. It's 453. You made it? I made it like seven miles. Were you dead? Oh, brother, I slept like a log <laughs> last night. And I'm still <laughs> stiff. And that's why I had on the ugly green shirt. And now you said this shirt is even uglier. It, yeah. Yeah. It but. Is. The things you do, you know, for for you, you know, I, I feel like I'm a, I have two teams that, you know, the Dallas Cowboys, which, you know, I work with you closely here on this show, hanging with the Cowboys, but DallasCowboys.com. We'll all be in San Francisco working that as a team mm-hmm. come next Thursday, and and then ESPN is my other partner, you know, and yeah. uh, and and I, I hate to let people down, you know, I hate yeah. for them to have to go to national broadcast because somebody had a, 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 a emergency that they couldn't come on last uh-huh. night. So I'm like, man, I don't want I don't want to I want to keep all our local shows intact. Right. You know, and that's what I we trying to tell y'all earlier. The local is where you get the the real stories. Yeah. But now the drawback to local and drawback to what we do is are we are compassionate to the players. Right. That's a drawback. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't just come out and well this dude ain't no good. You know, I need to cut him. You know, we can't. We're not allowed to do that. Yeah. You know, just be mean. You know. Now you could, but the the, the problem with that is you got to see you, these dudes. Every yeah. Day. And now you got to ask them to come right. on. Right. And you're asking them to come on yeah. your show and do you favors. So yeah. You, you, uh, there's more of a human element to it. Right. If you, yes, sir. If you're in a studio and you're a talking head, you're never going to see this guy. You can talk all the trash you want. Well, yeah. You get to know these guys as people. You realize, hey, there's a way. It's just like in your job. There's a way to give constructive criticism without saying that yeah. the guy's sorry or worthless and or I ain't whatever, never understood you know. con- constructive criticism but I guess it's, it is a word <laughs> you guess it's a thing <laughs> yeah alright I'll tell you what Nate let's take a quick break and uh, we brought up the off day yesterday I want to know one I know you rode your bike yesterday but that didn't right. take up the whole day one no. what you did yesterday and right. two what you did how, no I'm not important this show's not about <laughs> me how you used to spend off days when you played? Oh my god! Or did y'all even get off days back then? Yeah, we got them. It you wasn't. Did. It wasn't a lot. Nine seven two four nine seven forty four zero zero is our number. Call in and tell us how you spent your off day. Yes, and we will be right back on hanging with the boys. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. 
To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. I definitely have an Instagram foodie thing, but the low-light camera on my new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T is getting me a whole new world of likes and shares. Baskets of bread by candlelight, colorful fruit plates in full sun, even a dimly lit Cobb salad was recently hailed as a masterpiece. Come in now and ask how to get half off the new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T. AT&T, more for your thing. That's our thing. Limited time only. See store for details or att.com slash Samsung 50. The dual aperture supports F1.5 mode and F2.4 mode. Dual aperture is installed on the rear camera. Oh, I am craving a Dr. Pepper. I got some soda. I asked not for soda. I asked for ice-cold, craveable Dr. Pepper. Its flavor is more one-of-a-kind than a foretold sloth with a thirst for speed. <laughs> so stop settling for soda and start demanding Dr. Pepper. I love sloths. When you crave a Dr. Pepper, nothing else will do. Grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Dr. Pepper today. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. Back to hanging with the boys. Back, Oxnard, California, Shannon Gross, Wendy Newton. Nate, did you know that you can tour – the world headquarters of the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, yeah, I knew it. You knew it? Have you ever been on the tour? And I've never walked with anybody. I've seen people come through, and I've snatched them out of the crowd. I know. I've been there when you've done that. Yeah. You should actually take a tour and see if anybody notices who knows who you are. Uh, they'll know. Just somebody uh, somebody yeah. will know. You can take a VIP guided tour and give a Cowboy fan an inside look into the place where the Dallas Cowboys train and work. You can get your tickets now at thestarinfrisco.com. It's actually a really cool tour. You get to go down and see the weight room, get to see where we eat lunch, you get to walk by the podcast studio. Sometimes we're, shows are on the air when you walk through. You get to see the TV studio, Jerry's Hall of Fame bust. The rings, the trophies—it's a cool deal, man. If, if y'all, anybody out there comes into town to go to a game, make sure you uh, budget some time to go out to the star and, and see where we work. And you know, and I'm not gonna tell you not to bring your wife, but there's a lot of shops and eateries out there, so you bring your wallet. Too. Yep, bring your checkbook, get yeah, your credit card. I huh? ain't joking, man. <laughs> you write checks anymore? No, no, no. I do cash? all cash and credit card. Okay. Me yeah, too. but when I'm traveling, I like credit card is a smart way to go. Yeah, yeah. So what'd you do on the off day yesterday? So we had a day off. The players had a day off. Did you, did you hang out? You rode your bike. What'd you do when you got up in yesterday? And we, yeah, we did a 11 o'clock show. We did this yep. show. Yep. And then uh, I just kind of chilled out, man. I went back to the room and rested, you know, because uh, I got up at uh, 5.30 and worked out. Mm-hmm. Well, at 5 o'clock, I get up at 4, 4 o'clock and get up by 5, I'm over. You know, working How out. How do you get up so early? Man, it's just got to work out and see. Then I tweet out a few <sighs> positive words and stuff uh-huh. like that. You know, I read my Bible, so it takes a little minute, you know. Now, there's two There's two Twitter accounts out there with your name on them. Which yeah. one's the right one? Uh, do you know? Uh, six, 61 Nate Newton. 61. At 61 Nate Newton. That's, that's the right one. Then the other one, it was, it was my old doctor, Dr. Kim, and the bariatric, and then I had – the Facebook page, hey man, I, I don't even know. It's it, it just, <laughs> I got a, you know, I, and uh, wow, ain't that something? 
Yep. You don't even know it. See, they all link to each other, so I put one thing in one. It and goes it, everywhere? Yeah, it jumps over to the other one, so okay. I'm glad of that. Man. I got you. So, what it, so get up, work out, did our show, yeah. rode the bike out too far, and then had to haul it back to get yeah. on another show. Right. What would you do last night? I saw you in oh, the man, dining chill, hall. Oh, man, man. Went to the dining hall. Now, we ate yesterday. We ate. We ate lunch, yeah. We Br- brunch. Uh, I had brunch it. with Nate Newton yesterday. This brunch. dude. This dude. They was going to Sizzler. All the people in the uh, TV department. Uh, what 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 we call our division? Uh, uh, media, internet media. Internet TV. media. I call it TV, internet media. These guys. We walking up. You know, he's walking up with me. We discussing the show, and we want to have his guest. And he says, uh, he sees Hellman. And he says, Hey, where you going? Hey, twelve thirty. We going to Sizzler. You know, like this is a big deal. I'm like Sizzler. So we go up there to get brunch. And they had some grub. Yeah, it was good. You would not have believed. Now, I got an omelet and an omelet and I don't know what else I got, but it was it, it hash browns. Yeah. But this dude got omelet, hash browns, and then he went back and got uh So, yeah, so they had an omelet bar. So, right. I, got, I got two scrambled eggs. Eggs, right. Eggs were all just right. Fluffy. I didn't get an omelet. I just got yeah. eggs. Fluffy, and I'm a sucker for, like, the way Nate likes french fries, that's the way I am with hash browns. Yeah, tomato, uh, yeah, ketchup. So I, I got hash browns, and then they had this jambalaya, shrimp, sausage, and chicken. Yeah, I got a little bit of that because he rice. got some, yep. yeah. And then they, what else did they have up there? Man, I don't know, but you went back another time and got more. I went back more. twice. I mean, they had uh, so crab good. cakes. Crab cakes. Oh, my God. They yeah. just, uh, they went overboard. Yeah, yesterday. it was good. It was good. And, uh, and I'm like, is you, are you still going to Sizzler? Oh, well. No, no, no. Nate's <laughs> like, like, save you money. Save yeah. you money. Just eat here. And I was like, well, it's like a yearly deal, and I always miss out when they go to Sizzler, and they always talk about it. I kind of want to go for the camaraderie. And then I was like, I'll just walk up there with you. And I walked up there and looked at all of it. I was like, yeah, I'm staying here. Yeah. I'm man. staying here. Wow. It was a good decision. Y'all need to come out. and uh, Yeah, come out to camp. you get a chance to come out to camp, it's a, it's a good scene. It's a good thing. And uh, I ain't telling you to come out that you're going to get some autographs. I'm not telling you that, but just come out and visit us and yeah, you have find, fun. You can yeah. find the schedule. Uh, the schedule. I know the uh, the Visit Oxnard website has the full schedule, has our days off, has the practice schedule, when you should come out. And really, it's not. It's it's. There's people out here, but it's not super crowded, so you're not fighting for space. Um, the players usually, they, you know, there's no guarantee, but the players usually go over and sign some autographs after practice if they're not too tired. Um, and if you've never been around this kind of scene, it's a. It's. I mean, to us, it's practice. But if you've right. never been around it or you've never been around a pro team, it's it's really a really cool deal to come check out. So, what'd you do last night? Do anything fun? Nah, man. I, now, I, if you're getting up at four in the morning, what time yeah. are you going to bed? I'll be in the bed around about nine, nine thirty. All of a sudden, I just fall asleep. Uh-huh. I don't know what time I fall asleep, but I wake up the first time I wake up, it'd be about two thirty. Then I relax and go back to sleep. And the next time I wake up, it's right around four, and I'm, and I'm then just you, then you up hit the in ground the running. Yeah, so, yeah. walk me through back in the day. Y'all didn't get off days as often as they do now, right? What we did when Coach Johnson got here, we had, we was going to go a minimum of 10 days straight of two-a-days. So when we first got here, we, you know, everybody pumped up. You know, we, we get here, thousand, well, not Thousand Oaks. We was in St. Ed's in Austin. Mm-hmm. So we everybody drive up, whatever. You know, a few guys would fly up, get picked up at the airport. And that day before, you know, we were all excited, but reality hits in, hits around about dinner time when we all get together, have that first meeting. 
and they go to telling us what we already know, the dreaded inside run. So we open camp up after we stretch and do one-on-one drills. The first drill we do as a team is inside run. That's where our offensive line and tight ends, their defensive line, outside linebackers and safeties, and our running backs, minus Emmett Smith, we will go like <laughs> 12 plays wide open. One no getting used to it. One no three day break in. Just right it's out of like the gate. Right out of the gate. Inside run. I mean, man, and, and, and your hands are not rough yet. You know, you've been all off season, uh-huh. even though you've had many camps. Your hands and stuff are all tender. You're trying to tape them up, man. You got nails ripped. You got fingers and stuff bust open. And then it's like the first day, you you just walk in and and you hate to do it. But you either get the alcoholic uh, pads uh-huh. or you just get some type of antiseptic and just, ah! Because, you, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you don't do it, your hand's going to get it, you know. Infected. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you, ah! Oh. <laughs> oh, my God, man. And for the first two days, man, it's like. It, it's oh. and, and by the fourth day, your body just numb. Yeah. Your body just numb and um. You know, because now, because that first day you may have just one practice, but the second day is back to back. Right. You know, that morning you get up, by, you're on the field by 9, you know, you're off by 11.30, you eating, you go around back to the room as quick as you can because you got practice at 3.30, 4 o'clock, you back out there. And, you know, if we didn't have inside run in the afternoon, they call it uh, something else. But we back killing and slaughtering each other. Right. <laughs> we was like cannibals, man. And uh, so twice a day, y'all twice were going a day. at full speed. And then this this is what will hurt you, right? You got friends on other teams, right? So uh, Dan, uh, Danny Stubbs came from the 49ers. You know he would call us. He, he you know he would uh, call some of his boys back in the 49ers. Like Stubbs, what the 49ers doing? Yeah, just talking to my boy, man. Such and such, such and such. Uh, they didn't have on no pads today. <laughs> You'd be like, what? Yeah, they didn't practice in pads today. You know, this morning they came out, you know, they practiced in pads, maybe like 15 plays, and they took them off, and this afternoon they have on no pads. And Jimmy just wearing y'all and out. Jimmy huh? just but, – but – Did that make it, y'all better? It, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, for what he wanted to do, physical was second nature to us. Mm-hmm. We may be moving slow. But we were physical. Yeah. And 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 it, it, it's just like if we put hands on you, you was going to say, wow. If we grab you or if we hit you, you was going to say, wow. Mm-hmm. Even if we lost the game, that team normally lost the next week. We, y'all we, beat them up oh, so bad. Man, we, 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 we thump you now. Yeah. We, we lay on you, bruh. You know, and so – and that's what Jason is trying to get here – but every team has to follow the basic same rules. That's what I like about today's. Uh, it, you know, you don't get advantage. You don't get to have five or six extra practices. You, unless you have a new coach, you know, you get an extra mini camp or something. But you, you, everybody's on the same page, same rules. Same. Now, I wish they would hit a little bit more during training camp to get these young guys and get the veterans in better shape yeah. so we can stop with all these hamstring pulls or either shorten that five-week period. That's mm-hmm. too long 
for guys that are uh, coming out here and be asked to run and explode all over the field. But, you know, what we did was not as hard as what they did in the 60s out of the 70s. In the 70s, they used to have six weeks, six to eight weeks. The, the, The rookies would be here a whole month before the veterans came. Wow. And can you imagine? That's when they had almost 200 players. 200 wow. players, man. I can't imagine being out here a whole month longer, much less if I'm out there grinding every day and grinding, wearing myself bro. out. Getting $15 a week. Jeez. <laughs> so what did you do? What was a typical off day for you back back during training camp when you were playing? I hate to say this. I hope no kids ain't looking. <laughs> drink. Yeah. You know, just Relax. Drink. Just get in the hot tub oh, man, and drink. drink. You know, because he. this was our off day. Mm-hmm. We would have practice. Get out of practice at uh, about 5.30. Hey, y'all got the night off. Be in by 2. You wouldn't even know you were getting the night off? Nah. You got the night off, be in by 2. So by the time we finish showering up and cleaning up, it's 7.30, 8 o'clock. So everybody's sprinting off the field. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, so you get to, your, you know, some guys like to go out and eat together. Some uh-huh. guys, you know, you know, but and, and, and wives – even if you did have your wife here, it wasn't no place to put her. Yeah. It wasn't no hotels. I mean, you had to go down the street, and and, and, and the way they had meetings set up, I mean, your wife would just basically, she better be able to entertain herself and the kids because it wasn't going to be no time. No, no free time. Oh, man, you have uh, meetings uh, in between uh, – they stopped at events having meetings in between practice. Mm-hmm. But after practice, you know, you, 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 you get through with practice, you eat around between six and whatever, and then you go straight to meetings. And there wasn't no cap on no meetings. You know, if you had a bad day and the coach felt like he needed to talk three hours, you was going to be in that meeting. You, know, you come traveling back to the room by 1030. I mean, what you got for your wife and your kids? Right. You ain't got nothing, Sleep. bro. Sleep. <laughs> Something wrong with daddy, mommy. Ever since he shot out, he's been asleep. Is daddy all right? <laughs> oh, well, let's take a quick break. Oh, never mind. Let's not take a break. Let's not take a break. We have a special guest approaching yeah. the table here. Jeff Heath's walking up, so we're going to let him sit here in the middle. What's up, man? Wow, you? man. How you doing, Jeff? God, how tall are you, Jeff? I mean, just holler that out. Than that, brother. Appreciate you coming on, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. You bet, you bet. No, we know you're heading out to practice, so we'll, we'll get you out of here on time. So. Yes, we will. How is it the first uh, first few days out here, man? Feels good, man. It feels good to get back out here, um, put the pads on, get our football legs back underneath us. So, uh, you know, first couple days of full pads every year um, feels a little sloppy. You're still trying to, you know, work out the kinks, but now I think. Um, Next couple of days here, we should settle in and uh, start getting a lot better. Yeah, Jeff, quickly, walk us through Jeff Heath from your early stages, whether you want to go start at college, high school, start uh-huh. where you feel comfortable and get up to today. Okay. Uh, shoes. I guess I'll just start with my rookie year. Um, I mean, man, I came out or uh, came from a small school, a small D2 school. Uh, came here my rookie year, not really knowing what to expect. Um, learned a lot on the fly. You know, learned a lot through experience, I would say, mostly uh, on-field experience, good and bad. Um, and I think really my mentality for my entire career is kind of 
um, you know, whether it's a, a good experience or bad experience, treat them the same way, learn from them, um, and, you know, figure out how how that can help my game in the long run. And then uh, really, yeah, as the year has gone, I've just gotten more and more comfortable. And D2 yeah. school. Yep, D2. Talk to us. Who, who, D2 who? Uh, Saginaw Valley State up yeah. in Michigan, the GLIAC Conference. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you always was a DB. Uh, you played other positions. Nah, I, I played, uh, well, in college I was a DB only. High school I did a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. uh, DB, receiver, uh, kicker, punter. <laughs> yeah, we saw your kicker kicking turn. skills, yeah. man. You were a pretty wow. solid soccer yeah, that's player, what I'm yeah. saying, right? Yep, I was a soccer player. Uh, soccer is actually my first sport. I started playing soccer when I was about four years old. I played soccer really all the way up until my senior year of high school. Um, and then, you know, the time came where I had to decide whether to play soccer in college or football in college. And, uh, you know, football was always my true love. But yeah. uh, I, you I love soccer. better at soccer? Were you better? Uh, I wouldn't say I was better. I was just um, – I was high, I was more recruited for soccer, I think. I was – you know, the team I was playing on, we would travel all over the place. We would go all these showcase tournaments. So, uh, you know, I was really out there um, in terms of soccer. But – I've always loved football. You know, dad played, grandpa played, uh, dad coaches. So um, pretty much I just said, you know, if I could get any opportunity to play football in college, I was going to take it. Yeah, who recruited you for soccer? Uh, you know, there's a lot of uh, – so a lot of the Michigan schools, Oakland University, University of Michigan, um, some of the teams, Univers uh, University of Chicago, a lot of Midwest teams, East Coast teams. Um, but, you know, really want, before my senior year uh, – I had already decided, you know, football was going to be my sport. I was done right. with soccer. So, uh, you know, who knows what would happen, man. Uh, luckily, I think I made the right choice. <laughs> now, you, people ask me all the time, like, who's the most athletic guy on the team? And I was like, mm -hmm. believe it or not, I was like, I I'm going to put Jeff Heath in the conversation just because, like, soccer – football hell you got out there and you kicked Kick, in a yeah. pro in a pro how was that we hadn't talked to you since then was that crazy that was insane man um that was a lot of fun you know I was actually uh I think it was good that I didn't have much time to kind of think about it you know mm -hmm. I kind of I was told right before and I was a little nervous at first and then um you know I pretty much just told myself like I'm not the kicker no one expects <laughs> me to get, no one expects <laughs> me to make it so I'm just gonna go have fun with it and uh um, you know, luckily, I think we were up a lot in the game at that point, so that made it probably a little bit easier. But it's just had a lot of fun. You know, all the um, all my teammates, coaches, it was just uh, it was a really fun time. What, what was a cooler moment for you, kicking in a pro game, or the Oakland game where you saved the touchdown um, and had to hear Kayvon call you the goat yeah. the rest of the night? You know what? So I think awesome. uh, I think the Oakland game um, was cooler for me only because. Uh, the implications of that game, you know, we needed to win to um, keep our season alive. And, um, you know, that a game like that, you do, you know, that's for guys like Witt, guys like Sean, you know, guys who've invested so much into the Cowboys for so long. And, you know, you know, Jason Wynn is the guy who really comes to mind when I think about that game, you know, thinking about how excited he was after the game. And, you know, he's in his 15th season. And uh, if we lose that game, we're done. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, we win. Uh, we we had the ability to you know try to win out, make the playoffs. Um, that was just a really cool moment for really everybody. Hey man, you 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 came up the hard way. Special teams. Tell me about that. <laughs> How you felt, man? At each graduation, man. Each each move, man. Talk through that. Well, yeah, I knew. Uh, so you know, coming in, I was uh, I was not naive. You know, I was an undrafted player. I knew that 
Um, if I had any chance of making the team, not only was I going to need to, uh, some breaks, I was going to need a little bit of luck. I was going to uh, – a lot of things had to go my way, but, you know, I had to control what I could control, and that was um, when I was on the field uh, and all the kicking game stuff, just, you know, playing my butt off and trying to stand out as much as I could then. And, uh, you know, that was kind of my world for – well, actually, you know, my rookie year, I actually had to um, – I ended up playing a lot of safety that year. We right. had some injuries, but you know, the next couple of years, my world was really uh, special teams, trying to be the best player I could. You know, a little spot duty at safety, certain you know dime packages and stuff like that. But um, you know, I think really my mentality is uh, w whether it's on kickoff team, punt team, or at safety, at dime, whatever I'm doing, I just try to you know do my job, and uh, if the opportunity presents itself to make a play, I just try to capitalize. No. This question I have to ask you, man, because I've been I watch Team Blitz and I watch Inside uh, Team Run, uh -huh. and 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 I didn't notice last year. Maybe it's just bad on my part, but you are in the I see you in the line a little more. Is yeah. that is that me missing something, or is that true that you're up on the line a little bit more? I think yeah. Well, so far in camp this year, I've been up a little bit more. Um, you know, just with the personnel we have, Xavier is really good mm -hmm. uh, in the back end, but. Um, you know, in our system, safeties, we have to be interchangeable because we'll, we'll both be up there. We'll both be back. Um, but I think I've grown a little more comfortable playing uh, closer to the ball, um, you know. And reacting I, well, I, brother. Yeah, I feel I feel good there. Try to keep you big linemen yeah. off me. <laughs> I, I don't think I'll be able to hold up uh, right. taking you guys on all the time. So, um, yeah, I just try to, you know, use my speed and stuff like that to my advantage when I'm in the box. Now, Chris Rashad, is I got that right? Yes, sir. Okay, we're not going to even try to say what is he to the compare to the other coaches. No. What has he meant for you guys at, up until this point? In training and he's camp? been great so far, man. He uh, Obviously, he brings uh, a ton of knowledge. He's coached some really good players, some really good defenses. So he brings tons of knowledge, tons of uh, energy, attitude, really everything that I think – a young a secondary and especially a young secondary especially um that's that's the type of guy we need and uh we have all the pieces man we have the we have the coaches we have the we have the guys we have the personnel so now it's up to us it's up to byron and i you know leaders of the room to kind of we need to set the standard we need to keep the standard very high and um you know attention to detail all that all those little things is what's going to hopefully um take us to that next step that we all want to be at now before we got two questions, and you are a guinea pig. Okay. It's not bad. Uh-oh. We can either ask you uh -oh. who's the love of your life or what's your last gas chamber meal. Which you got to explain what the last one is. Okay, explain it. Yeah, explain it. Gas if you were chamber. going to the gas, gas chamber, chamber, okay, what would be, be your, your last, last meal? meal? Yeah. Can't say the well, last gas chamber. I'd be like, "What's going on?" Yeah, I don't I, I, I answer both. I feel like, yeah, whatever one you think, because you are guinea pigs. Yeah, so which one is my life? Do both. Love yeah. my life, easy man. That's my wife, right? My right. family. Okay. Uh, my last gas chamber meal. Um, shoot. Probably a steak, <laughs> steak and potatoes, <laughs> okay. but grilled, grilled by me. Right. Okay. Uh, oh, grill my own steak. Okay. Okay. Yep. yep. How do, you, how, how do you grill your steak? You do anything special? To so it? I do. Uh, you know, if I have if I have some time, I'll fire up the egg. I'll do you know reverse sear method. Uh -huh. mm. You know much about that. And then uh, um, so you got an egg, huh? Yeah, I got the you egg. Cook everything on it. You know, I actually so I have a gas grill and I have the egg. Okay. And if I have some time, and if uh, you know if it's only like me and my wife, I use the egg. But if I'm like burgers or something with for all the guys, uh, eggs a little 
takes too long, so I'll right. just use the gas grill for that. But I think everything tastes better on the egg, and I prefer to use the egg. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. So what are you like? What are you into now? Like off the field? You, you travel any in the off season? Yeah, do you, we travel. Do you hunt fish. What do you, what yep, do? You do? Yep. Yep. Uh, like traveling. Um, so I actually just uh, my wife and I bought a spot in Colorado. Whoa. In the mountains. Yep. So we uh, we love Jeep it. Guy. Jeep What's guy. That? Jeep guy. Truck guy. I'm a truck guy. Okay. I have okay. a truck, and yeah. I have a, I like. Man, I like cars too. I like okay. I like going fast. So I okay. Have a yeah, have a little toy. But what's uh, your toy? It's a Nissan GTR. Okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah it's pretty fun. I took that actually. Byron and I, uh, he's got a little BMW M3. We took it to a track in the off season. Oh. Yeah, took it to the track. You know, um, did that. So that was fun. But man, really, I'm pretty I'm pretty laid back. I like relaxing, traveling, seeing some cool spots, and uh, you know, seeing family, seeing friends, and. Just hanging out. What's man. the coolest place you've been to so far? Um, so I went uh, last off season. I went on a trip to Costa Rica. Yeah, mm-hmm. Costa Rica. That was really cool. We That's st- on my list. Yeah. I haven't been yet. It's man, it's beautiful. We stayed. Um, you know, we didn't we didn't do the resort route. We stayed at like this private little house. It's kind of way back in the mountains, way up the you know trail. Yeah, way up yeah. the trail. So we were out there all alone. Um, bunch of cool stuff to do man beat i mean if you're a beach guy you got that you yeah. got the you got the jungle you can do that all these hikes so that was a great time yeah yeah so we'll, let, we need to know the time because it's we don't 322 okay what yeah, time you got to get out of here uh i gotta be out there at 335 okay so yeah, yeah we're right. good so right. we'll keep yeah. you seven more minutes. now right. since you and byron went racing on the track who's the true faster guy on the field oh the true faster guy on the field <laughs> I mean, I ain't talking about agility and drill. I'm talking about flat out straight speed. 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 All right, so it depends on what we're running. If we run anything, in my opinion, if we run anything from 100 yards or less, I think I got him. Okay. If we get a little further, like if we were on the track, we ran right. like a 400. Right. I think Byron might get me. He's okay. got more, a little more endurance type speed. Right. Right. But uh, I mean, we te- we test our 20s, so I mean uh. the the. Numbers speak for themselves. <laughs> numbers speak for themselves. I hear you, but man. But, you know, really, man, when we go – because I compete with Byron and just about every – all the off season we work out together and we're competing and we really – we go back and forth most of the time. Yeah. So, he'll win one, I'll win one. We're pretty pretty even. Who's yeah. the fastest guy on the team right now? Because there's been Tavon a lot of – Tavon Austin. Is he? Yeah. He's, He's got – I mean, his speed is like – it's just like – like, guys shouldn't run that fast. You guys really? shouldn't be able to run that fast, especially <laughs> with pads on and the ball in their hands. It's crazy. Uh-huh. It's crazy. <laughs> I hear you, man. That's a God gift. You just yeah, you just don't so wake up. Man. You know, you either wake up and you had it. You can't yeah, work. You can't teach yeah, it. You can't, can't like work on that, that in off season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you talked about earlier, back a little bit back to football about the young guys on the team. You're like yeah. an old man on this team now. Crazy, like man. overnight, you went from you're like the old guy. I know. Just in the DB room, especially, it's crazy. But uh, I mean, that's kind of how the NFL works. Yeah. Um, you know. You always go through transition periods where you're either going from young to more veteran players or tons of vets to a really young team. And, you know, obviously last year we, we drafted, uh, shoot, what, four rookies? Yes. We drafted four rookie DBs. So, um, you know, we lost a lot of guys who had played a lot of football and great leaders on the team. But, you know, whenever guys like that leave, it just opens the door for, you know, guys like myself, Byron, and then a lot of these young guys to, you know, step out of their comfort zone a little bit and, um you know, take on that leadership role. Yeah, when you see a young guy, like I'm sure you see every training camp, tons of guys like you just doing whatever they can to get on the team yeah. and get their foot in the door and just work. Do you ever grab those guys and say, hey, man, let me sh- 
do a little more of this, a little less of this. Absolutely, man. And I really appreciate those guys because, uh, you know, something that I've tried to really focus on is that I can't forget how what got me to this point. You know, mm -hmm. I've, I've gotten to this point through, through hard work and, um, you know, taking advantage of opportunities. And I see guys out here that are in the same shoes that I was in, uh, you know, six years ago. And, uh, you know, I'll pull those guys aside and, you know, let them know, hey, man, you know, like especially when we get into the games, like, man, you can't always control whether the ball comes to you. You can't control, like, your stats necessarily, but you definitely can control how you look on film. That's a lot of it, man. You got to you gotta do something to stand out, whether it's you got to be around the ball. Um, whatever whatever asset you have that makes you a good football player, that's what you need to put on display. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Did anybody grab you when you were coming up? Was there that one guy that was always supporting you and had you and was kind of in your ear? Yeah. Um, you know, actually, Barry Church, he was that guy for me, and he wasn't – I forget what year he was when I was a rookie, but um, he wasn't that much older than me. You know, mm -hmm. I think that he might have been going into his fourth year, I think. And uh, but he, you know, he was also undrafted, did the special teams his rookie year, and he really, he really helped me out. And then, you know, I, I would say the number one guy who helped me out the most was Coach Pisaccia. Um What? Let me. And I was thinking he was going to make a move at you uh, when you, he went to Oakland. Oh, Oakland. I, I, yeah, I was like, he may just make a, take a swing at <laughs> you. know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because he loved this guy. Yeah. Last year, love you, man. I'm under contract, so I mean, it'd be <laughs> tough for him. But, I mean, he was, he was huge for me. Not only – obviously, I needed to play well for him, mm. to, but that was – it went way further than that. You know, it was kind of um, – I think he's got, a, he's got a really good feel for, like, how guys are feeling uh, throughout – the ups and downs of training yeah. camp and you know if I was if he sensed that I was a little down or like having a tough day getting going he would always you know pull me aside give me a little kick in the butt and get me going so uh I owe a lot to him man and he you know I keep in touch with him still he's a great he's gonna be a great mentor for me let me yeah. tell you something one day my phone rung about two weeks after he left my phone rung oh is that what hey man just, I want to thank you for treating me fairly I want to thank you for you know for stopping and talking to me. I mean, and most of the time he's stopping you. Yeah. But yeah. Man, I was so honored, man. Hey, coach, thank you, and I wish you the best, man. I mean, th that's the type of guy he is, that's man. That's what he's about, man. Yeah. That's yeah. What he's about. That's why. I mean, he's got. If you ask any any guy who's played for him, mm -hmm. played against him, anyone who knows him really will probably give you the same answer I'm giving yeah. you. You know. So, yeah. wow, man. Well, man, we see your, your teammates starting to file out, so we know yep. you got to go to practice. We appreciate you stopping by, yes, man. Sir. Best of luck, Thanks, man. man. We, yeah. uh, man, you, Thanks, man, man, you look hard, you, bro. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. look hard, man. <laughs> so, you yeah. take that any way you want. <laughs> <laughs> That's Nate saying you, that, man. not me. So, you're yeah. looking at my arm when you said that. Yeah, you hard, man. Yeah, wow. So, man, we're looking forward to a great year. One more question. You wear crazy socks like Shannon? Uh, you know, I have some, but okay. I'm not. No, I can't pull that off. I'll let Shannon pull that off. Yeah, these are these are a little over the top today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, if I do that, I gotta cover them with jeans. Okay, know? all right. Gotta, okay. gotta wrap them up. All right. We appreciate it, Jeff. Looking forward to a great season, and we'll be. I guess we we'll back again tomorrow. Yeah. Same time, two thirty to three thirty. Yeah. We'll try to get another guy on tomorrow. So, check us out, Nate, Shannon, hanging with the boys.